What's up, Conroe? You are listening to Nerd Thug Sports. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is Little Brother. Wait a minute. What? That shtick is so lame. You don't like the Little Brother Nico? Featuring. No, because last time I was on the show, you said, as usual, uh, 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 no. uh. Nico's not here. It's, no, it's Nerd Thug Sports featuring the most electrifying man in Conroe Radio, the Captain Joey Savage. Wow. I drip. Greatness. Is there no one else? And on I Conroe? piss excellence. Is there no one else on Conroe Radio? I am. You are, and I am more electrifying than you are. Uh, I think it's just because you rub your feet on carpet. Let me try this real quick. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. The sister station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Check out everything at Facebook.com backslash Radio, and you can head on over to NerdThugRadio.com. Oh, yeah. And check out our website. We've got, hey, there's some cool stuff there. You can see our sponsors on there, their logos, any promo codes we may have. You can see pictures of Nerd Thug. You can see uh, all the shows for Nerd Thug Sports, Nerd Thug Radio, and Nerd Thug Wrestling. So I encourage you to and go gonna, check out the website. We're going to add a link to the Patreon, too, up there, so you can get on that. We're starting a T-shirt of the month club. T-shirt of the month club. $30, you get a custom special Nerd Thug Radio T-shirt. Uh, the reason you're hearing so much noise is because we are on location today. On location. We've been uh, right. teasing it. For the past couple weeks, but uh, Nerd Thug Sports featuring the most electric fine man in Conroe Radio, the Captain Joey Savage. Eh. We are out here at the third annual Lone Star Championship for ATA International. It's Taekwondo, y'all. Oh, I'm, yeah. Like, this is the last place you'd want to break into, yeah? Uh, there's a lot of ninjas here. <laughs> there a is. Lot of ninjas. I mean, just in this ring alone, there's like 50 kids trying out to be on the next uh, Three Ninjas movie. And they all have weapons. Yeah, it's I'm scary. a little uncomfortable just because of how many children have weapons. Which here. one's Tum Tum? I know, right? So we're going to get into, uh, Corey, uh, later in the show, we're going to get into some Taekwondo talk. We should have some interviews lined up, uh, yep, yep. talk to some people. We're going to be uh, here all day. We're going to get our reactions to some of the competition. Uh, but before we do that, let's get the show rolling. Let's talk a little bit about sports this week. All right, we're going to squeeze the week of sports we're in this first segment here. Your Houston Astros are back home that's right. Um, by the time of this recording, they won their first home game. Um, first game at home, Friday night. They won the game 3-2. And uh, a lot of the guys have said um, they're just kind of using this as a uh, as a refresh. They're like, well, you know what? That first two series away that doesn't, doesn't count. This The season starts now. I don't like that. <laughs> the season started. Listen, I know baseball is, is 162 games. It's a long ways, it's man. It's 97 months of play. I understand that. But uh, they uh, they already had, like, a spring training. And then, like, two teams went to Japan and started the season way early. They right, had plenty right, right. of time to get ready for this mess. Let's get ready. So, like, I reject the concept. I don't reject it. But they won their first game. And uh, some changes to Minute Maid Park. Yeah? Um, the train. Gone. Well, listen, you know, the people kept getting tied to the tracks and getting run over by the train. Uh, opposing like, opposing uh, fans. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not other guys. Right, right, right. But, uh, you know, they banned it in the Wild West. It was only a matter of time before they banned it at Minimade. Train is gone. It'll be replaced with something more modern and slick, apparently. Like a light rail? So, I guess. <laughs> that would be really funny, right? So, mixed mix reviews and mixed reactions on what's going on there. But, like, I'm not mad because I didn't understand, like, when I would go, a lot of times it's a bunny in a costume up there. Not anymore. When's the last time you went to a game? Yeah, like three years ago. Okay. They don't let it's, me in. it's one guy. They didn't let me in the stadium anymore. I forget his name, but it's the same guy every year he drives the train. 
Um, that's his job. He just drives the train, and now it's gone. That, that, that Junction Jack, the they, bunny, cut his, they cut his job? That Junction Jack hasn't been around in, like, eight years. You know, you know. I'm glad you say that, because I always thought, like, he was ripping off the Nesquik bunny a little yeah. bit. I all, just felt like, uh, all back to orbit now. Somebody, Somebody's losing a bit, you know? Yeah, they are. Uh, so that's what's going on with your Houston Astros, your Houston Rockets. Well, hang on. We haven't. What? Do you, how do you feel about this season? What are your? It's early. It's early. I I, I don't want to make a prediction. It's too early. But, but this team, the the pitching got a little bit weaker. Uh, but they made Alex Bregman happy. They did. They made Bregman happy. They made Verlander happy. Uh, right now, huh, there's been some umpire issues. Man, um, what, what was it? Is oh are we going to find out that guy is like from Dallas next I year? I guess or something? that guy was terrible. He like, really was. Apparently, he, you can push players now. I, d- I did not understand that at all. I didn't understand it at you, all. He cut off Garrett Cole in the middle of his warmups. There was there was some real, real like ego driven stuff out there. Actually, the pitching staff has pitched fairly well. Minus, out of seven games, they've pitched fairly well. Minus like one game, Verlander just kind of got rocked towards the end. But other than that. They've, it's been low-scoring affairs. No, but what I mean is just overall on paper, the roster we built this year, the pitching is a little bit worse than last um, year. The bullpen is the, better. The bullpen's better, but the starting rotation The is, starting rotation is, is subsequent, I would think. Not a word. Um, not the right word. Wade Miley is kind of who's replacing your Keiko. Keiko hasn't been Keiko the last two years, so I'm not afraid there. Yeah. Now you do have Colin McHugh and Peacock who were in the bullpen last year, now starting. Yet two years ago, we made our historic um, World Series run. A big part of it was McHugh going back McHugh and forth. McHugh and Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. Um, you know, I think losing Charlie Morton really hurt. However, if you're Charlie Morton and you live in Tampa and Tampa Bay offers you like thirty million dollars for two years and you can be home half the year, why wouldn't you? Oh, I know. I, yeah. I get. I get leaving. I just as looking at the Astros as composed. I was. No, I think. I think the offense is better. Uh, it's better catcher. Uh, we got a power left-handed uh, left fielder. Um, kind of replaced Marwin a bit. I think Marwin. Yeah, I do like the utility guy they picked up. This uh, year. Diaz is really great. Chirinos is a better, better kept catcher option than we've had in the past. Uh, Brantley's going to be a big help. I, it's just they're they're not hitting the ball in the situations they typically do. Right. And right. that's just I don't know if they're just getting their feet wet if, or what's going on. They're just trying to get back in the groove of things. Right. Right. But again, it's early on in the season. You know, this team is is so talented that you know eventually. They're gonna they're gonna turn things around. The double plays they hit into, the stranding guys on base, typically aren't gonna happen. And the good news is, Carlos Correa is back, baby. Uh, you know he what, is on fire. What I need what I need from him, and what's already been said in the sports world, is I need him to be I need him to play 148, 150 games. He is year. back so far. He's healthy. It seems like they scratched him the first couple of games because of neck stiffness. He's come back. He's been on a tear. I like where he bats in the lineup. I think it, it protects him and gives him an opportunity to see more balls so he can hit. You know, That's the big thing people don't realize either in, in baseball. like When you surround yourself with, with talent, like, okay, so Correa, he's batting behind Springer, Altuve, Bregman, and now Brantley. Right. you got to pitch to one of those five. Right. You can't walk everybody or you're going to be down two when you start. So, yeah. So, good spot for him. Well, if you remember Barry Bonds for a long time when he was playing, the guys around him, we're, we're always on their OBS was always crazy. Yeah, because you, you if if you're gonna walk somebody, you got to pitch to the other guys. Yeah, if you're you, gonna walk Barry Bonds, you got to pitch at the other two around him. You can't walk everybody. You're right about that. That's true. So um, that, that helps. So okay, let's move on then to the Rockets real quick. Rockets real quick. Looks like they're gonna sew up and be the three seed. I would think. Yep, they're back in the three again, and it looks like they're in control of it. There was some comments made about James Harden's game the other day. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> it was by the announcer of the Clippers, and then the. 
the Knicks game, the Rockets, first of all, just embarrassed the Knicks completely. Yep. And then the follow-up from that was the starters for the Rockets walked off the court with about five minutes left. Um, and the Nick announcer brought it up post-game to complain about it, that it was very disrespectful to not watch the bench finish a 30-point lead of a game. Look, the Knicks have won 15 games all year. All year. And, and this is the about, Knicks we're talking about. They're going to talk about being respectful. They're in New York. If you play in New York or L.A. or, heck, even Chicago, you better be good or you're going to get booed. Right. Well, and then, like, to complain about people walking off the uh, off the court, like, they went to you're locker getting, rally? You've won 15 games and you're worried about the other team walking off after they blowing you out for 40 points? I mean, it was I mean, it was an embarrassing game for the Knicks. And so like I don't understand I don't understand the position to take and I also don't understand the criticisms that have been coming at the Rockets as of late. It feels like people are already trying to make the case. So like let's say we beat the Warriors and we're in the in, in the finals. Yeah, yeah. It's so the haters can already start like, "Oh, but Harden sort of cheats and these guys are real disrespectful. Are we going to be the new bad boys?" Is that they what don't like our to? swag and I'm okay with that cuz Nerd the Great is all about swag. Who else is about swag? The most electrifying man in Conroe Radio. Is that me? That's me. I'm oh. all about the swag. Oh, I blacked out for a second. Was I that swag. Me? I swear. Um, so that's that's basketball. But we got a, f- a few minutes here. I really want to get this out here. Go. The AAFL. AAF. Noel. They dropped AAF the L. AAF. Folded. Yeah. We talked about this a lot last week. I do think Tom Dundon, uh, I think he jobbed the AAF. I think he just absolutely jobbed them. Right. And I think the, the biggest thing for me I, told, I sent you an article a couple weeks ago. It was like, hey, this is happening. You're right. like, eh, nothing's good, and it happened. But the thing that, that came out this week that really kind of, like, irked me the wrong way is there's all these players in these yep. cities yep. that are now stuck. In Stranded with hotel bills, no flights home, and there are people with injuries who don't know what they're going to do now. Yeah, I saw this one guy. He tweeted. He's like, I broke my arm two weeks ago. They want me to stay here for eight weeks to get, you know, rehab. But I don't... I don't have insurance. I don't have a place to stay. Right. Like, I don't know who's paying for it. Like, what What am I supposed to do? I think it's really crappy, and I think it's a real injustice. They folded this league and then just left these guys. Like, there was one guy who woke up to, like, a $10,000 charge on his credit card at the hotel. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, come on. Like, if you're going to fold, that's great. Take care of these people. Right. Get this them back to their normal lives. So this is, this is apparently Tom Dundon's uh, MO. There was an article on Bleacher Report where it basically... The last investment company, big thing he got involved with, he pulled some shady stuff and wound up just coming out. He came out ahead, but the rest of the company suffered. So he was the wrong guy to get involved with. Unfortunately, he was the only guy they found in time with pockets. And I don't think it was – I really don't think it was a payroll issue. I think they they realized it was going to take longer to get the NFL involved than they anticipated. And so they wanted to make sure all their I's were dotted and T's were crossed, so they brought in um, a checkbook. They brought in $250 million. Okay, well, take that money and, and pay these Except guys. Except he only put $70 million into the company before he decided to fold it. Yeah. He bought total control for $70 million versus two fifty, And that was – you're right. They left people stranded. They left people in places they couldn't get out of. Uh, Although the San Antonio Commodores were still practicing, even though they said they canceled the league. Listen, <laughs> listen, there's certain – here's the thing. Is we don't play in Texas. The, the, we don't quit. And here's the other thing is the players don't want to be judged poorly. Right. The players are the people. Now, I think there's. A, I've seen about five signings to the Four NFL. Four or five. A quarterback. Yeah. Um, I saw a wide receiver and a corner. A quarterback. I was like, I think I've seen four guys. Also, Steve Spurrier went ahead and said he's the champion. Yeah. Uh, he's like, we're, we're ages above everybody else. One of the apps paid out all the bets, all the future bets, for everyone since they didn't name a champion. Okay. Now, the bad part was the future bets totaled $10,000 in winnings. Oh. Uh, so it's a tax write-off for them. They're just like, yeah, yeah, no problem. Whatever. Everybody won. 
<laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this uh, opening ceremony. You like that? Yeah. Of uh, Nerd Thug Sports. Stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to get into some of the reactions from this uh, Taekwondo tournament where you're listening to Nerd Thug Sports. Talk about our friends RNA Sports. So, oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Fraser. Also 35. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible sports wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a 20% off a ticketed item. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports. Uh, we are out here at the Cox ATA Lone Star Championship Series. Yeah. The fourth annual event. We're going to jump into a couple interviews here uh, shortly uh, with Mr. Cox himself. And we are also going to get in with uh, Mr. Splon. Uh, he runs the Conroe School. So we're going to get their thoughts on uh, today's events and just, you know, any random thing Corey thinks of. But before we do that, I want to talk about my friend Rich over at RNA Sports here in Conroe. 3501 North Frazier. I was just about to ask you, you nailed it. If you're Boom. looking for sports memorabilia, autographs, uh, softball equipment, uh, apparel that it goes along with anything, wrestling stuff, pop culture autographs he's getting into now, he's got anything and everything. Check out his Facebook page, RNA Sports Worldwide. He does all kinds of giveaways, lotteries, um, raffles, just about anything. He's a, he kills the social media. He really Check does. out Rich on RNA Sports. Let's jump out to our first interview. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Uh, we are joined in this little uh, segment by the man, the myth, the legend. Hang on, I want to. Hang on, I got one. The Grand Pumbaa. The Grand Pumbaa. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that one. The Grand Pumbaa. The man, the myth, the legend. The guy who put this whole Lone Star Championship together. Special well, actually, Admiral. Actually, his wife did that. But we have with us <laughs> Mr. Cox, the uh, leader of Cox ATA that you hear us talk so much about. Uh, Mr. Cox, thank you for allowing us to come out here and uh, do the recordings uh, during your awesome event. Um, and thank you for joining us for a few minutes to talk about how your event's going. Yes. Well, thank you guys for having me. Nerd Ninja here. Hope you guys have been doing well. Uh, it was a year ago. That uh, came on for Lone Star Championship last year, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's and when then, I uh, won my medal. That's when you won your medal. I won my medal that year. And it's still shiny and new. Yeah, you know, I keep it bagged when I'm out here. I was about to say, do you keep it framed? I keep it bagged. I Listen, this thing is a big deal. I'm a champion. He keeps telling everybody he runs into, like, I'm a champion. Where's your medal? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no medals. There are zero medals in the audience right now. I'm just letting you know that. Well, that's not no, true. That's not true at all. Well, they're all not the, wearing there's them. There's several. You know, you're that guy's wearing one. Who? You're I, equivalent I to the tiny tigers right now because I think all yeah. of them have their medals. That's true. So Corey's a tiny tiger champion. So this is tigers the, thir are deadly. the I, third I'm year, fine. right? No, actually it's the fourth, fourth year. Fourth year? My, yeah, they missed. They fourth missed year out. of the Lone Star Championship. Yep. Uh, well, book we're for go four more years? At least, yep. Yes, um, sir. Are there any four-time champions here? Like like four-time, like they've won all four years here? Probably, definitely. I'm one of them. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah, but you run it. Like I don't. That sounds illegit for you to be a champion here while you run it. No, the judges that judge it, uh, they are not biased by any means. One They're time, I held I held my own HeroClicks event just so I could win. 
That's yeah. true. And I did. That's true. Yeah. I don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part. Me, myself, and I. Yeah. yeah. It was great. He, he named himself Grand Champion. Yeah. So let's talk about this real quick. This is a <laughs> Class A tournament. You've been here for four years as a Class A, or was it Class B year one? First year is a Class B, then, then you have to earn the right to go to Class A, and then we've been Class A ever since. You guys have a very cool, like, organizational structure and ladder to everything. I think that's kind of interesting. Like, like you knew when you started that you had to be Class B, and you could earn mm-hmm. Class A. So, like, and there were, like, set parameters. It's like you got to have... Everything set, yes, sir. That is, yep. that is what, that's how the whole world should be. The other day I was watch. I saw a news story where like someone became a judge by an election, and that's how that works in Texas. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't know that if he published his future political plans, he automatically lost his job. Huh. So now he's no longer a judge. So he's no longer a judge, and it just kind of blows my mind. Like people don't know what the rules are to stuff, but like you guys, like everything is very clearly spelled out. It's super structured. Um, matter of fact, uh, that's what kind of helps set our organization apart. Because uh, if you go to any other, I mean, all tournaments are great, but at ATA they they try to go super structure with the way that it's run, the tournament staff, um, the competitors kind of know what's going on, the judges know what's going on, and the crazy thing about it is, it's a hundred percent volunteer, which is it's amazing. So that all is the super impressive, all the judges and the tournament staff. I mean, it's 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 all volunteer based, but they do it because they love what we do and they take pride in it. And when you take pride in something, then you can see it, it shines through for sure. Absolutely, I think, and it. It shows that you guys really like community build. It's a big thing. Nerdthug Radio is a big fan of is building community. Yes, sir. And it's a kind of a, it's kind of an element I think of our success as well. And our relationship has always been great because we we try to community build through our you know our sponsors like you guys and Adventure Begins. Absolutely. And like you want to see something like this where like you see so many people knowing each other and shaking hands and everyone's so nice and respectful. Like I think I'm the only person shoving kids out of the way. I haven't seen anyone <laughs> else do it all day. Careful, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a great thing. Again, everyone knows everyone, and uh, you meet people from around the world. I mean, today alone, I know we have people from California, from Florida, from Utah, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Arkansas, uh, New York. So people come from all around Brazil. Uh, th- uh, we had at least four competitors flying from Brazil to, so to come to Conroe. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. You're leaving Brazil, and you're going to Conroe. Like, I promise you most countries couldn't find Conroe on a map. Yes, these sir. guys are like, I'm coming to Conroe to win a medal. That's it. Like, that's a crazy concept. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. But it, it's it's so cool that uh, it happened, and uh, we're blessed. All the people here makes it great, and the competition's fun. And you guys uh, have a front-row seat to it. Man, you guys have a good setup, man. You've seen was, a lot of good competition. That. Like, uh, I just watched the seniors fight. That was awesome. That yes. was cool. Yeah, there so it's been kick. real cool because – Sadie's 10, so I've been coming to events five years, so this is just all, like, normal to me. Like, I, I get it, and it's, you know, it's I'm used to it, but bringing a former child prodigy here. Right. Um, Jun- uh, junior black belt uh, <laughs> by the age of eight. Who hasn't, you know, been to an event like this. He is blown away, and so, you know, the big thing I want to say is you've never been to one of these events. Just come. Yeah, it's, it's amazing to watch. Just come watch. When you... When you see some of these, you know, even 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old boys and girls do some of the stuff that they can do with weapons in their hands or their flips and their, their stuff when they get into the black uniform stuff, it's insane. It really is. If you've got kids and you're like, oh, if you're on the fence, if you're on the fence about this, come down and see one of these events because, like, you see, like, how proud these kids are of each other. Like, over here on number four, the kids are – the little kid ninjas are doing, like, flips and stuff. And there's a bunch of other kids around watching and smiling and cheering for it. Like, I didn't do that when I was a kid. Like, if someone, if I didn't win, I didn't care. I didn't want to be there. Well, that's also, like, the big big thing, flipping. When you look at other youth organizations, I do baseball. 
We've done some other stuff with Sadie. You're playing against the other team. You don't cheer for the other team. Right, right. Right? But yes, here, sir. there's 10 girls, 10 boys, 10 adult men, women. They're competing each other. But when they're not in the ring, they're cheering each other on, like pushing each other. It's such gr- so great. No, it's phenomenal. Um, it's one of the greatest things about it, too, is you see these people compete. As they learn, they grow. And then they're all going for titles, though. Like, they all want to win. Right. And so when they lose, you know, you know, they appreciate it. They still take it hard, which is good. But at the end of the day, too, they know they have another day to compete. And that's where the encouragement from the other people come from. And uh, it's it's great to watch. It's great to watch. And it's what I tell people out there, like, what you see in the movies, like, you're seeing it real life. Like, there's stuff these kids are doing nowadays. Like, you see martial art techniques and stuff done in movies. You come here, and it, it's done in real life. And it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Uh, as we start to get out uh, of this little interview, one thing I want to um, get your get your take on before we jump out, uh, you you mentioned you know, taekwondo. It's it's a it's a volunteer, you know, almost like a tribe that you guys have created. Throwing this event, um, how much do you depend on your other schools in Texas to come to this event with the judging, the helping of running, um, and doing all the other things to make this tournament so great? One hundred percent dependent. I mean, without without the schools coming in then it wouldn't be possible um, for the event to happen. So everyone has to support everyone. And um, so it's such a blessing. In Texas, we have the biggest region of all ATA. So we have over 65 schools here right now competing. And so uh, by them coming in, it makes it a successful event, that's for sure. And you've got a good thing as we we get out of here. You are the last A tournament of the season in the state of Texas. Oh, she liked the most important one. I know. Yeah. This is where you can make up all the points and all that. Yeah, making the points is good to warm up before districts and worlds. So, yeah, it's a great thing for sure. So, again, this is uh, Mr. Cox, owner of Cox ATA, also world champion, the yes, Nerd sir. Ninja. Three-time world three champion. Time, three-time, three-time, Last three-time. Last time I was on, I was only two-time. But now you're uh, a three-time, uh, three-time, three-time. three-time. I've, I've won since then. The Nerd Ninja, the world Look. champion, Mr. Cox. We're going to jump out. We come back. We're going to have more Taekwondo people for you to talk to. Go nowhere. All right, welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports. We've got some revolutionary uh, interview skills and tactics coming on. Uh, we have with us sitting down right now is uh, Mr. Splon. He runs the Cox ATA Conroe store. He has yet to com- compete today. So we are going to get a few minutes of him, get his feelings before he competes, and then we're going to bring him back and get his feelings oh, after he has won. trial and error. I like four, it. After like he's it. won four medals. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to ask you this <laughs> question, Mr. Splon, because I've asked everyone. I have to know your answer. Are you going to win today? Absolutely. There Man, you go. I like it. I have asked I like 15 different people today, and only two have said they were going to win. You got to be eye of the tiger, man. You got to be eye. We're of the here tiger. to compete. That's, That's right. right. So, Mr. Spawn, real quick, um, go ahead. What age group and what events? Events are you competing in today? Okay, so I compete in the 18 to 29 year old second and third degree black belt ring, and uh, I'm doing all four traditional events. So, forms, weapons, traditional sparring, and, tra- and sorry, yeah, traditional sparring, and then combo weapon sparring. And uh, how are you feeling uh, going into uh, your competition? Uh, uh, I gotta feel confident and ready because uh, if I don't, if I if I hesitate, then I'm just gonna mess myself up. There you go. Who is your rival in that ring? Um, uh, Give me a name. Come on, just do it. On, do, I do would it. have to say, okay, if we're doing combat sparring, it would be Kevin Boudreaux. Uh, he and I always fight for first and second for combat sparring every I, tournament. I like it. And like I'm gonna it. do a little call out here. Noah Cox up there on the podium. Uh, I need to see his butt back in the ring. Yeah. So we can settle our sparring rivalry. I, uh, yeah. I, I've seen him in classes. He has begun uh, taking classes once again. Yes, he's a beast. Uh, so he's getting he's getting ready. He's coming back. Um, any uh, any special uh, competition morning routines you, you go over before you compete? Uh, drink a lot of water. I just have a uh, 
a nice kind of small breakfast so I don't overwhelm myself or anything like that uh, and just drink water throughout the day. So as a former 2016 color belt state champion in sparring, as I was, uh-huh. my morning routine was a large Dr. Pepper and two chili dogs. See, my morning routine is like as much Jack Daniels as I can call a <laughs> croissant. That's legally what I drink. Okay. Are we allowed he, to say that? He's okay. never won. <laughs> no, I've never won. He's never won anything. never won. All right, so hey, Mr. Spawn, thank you for stopping by, giving us your, your quick take. We're going to be looking for you out on that ring. Can't wait to get you back and talk about your successes. Stay nowhere. We're coming back to Nerd Thug Sports. Thank you, guys. All right, so that was Splawn giving us the lowdown on his expectations for today. Hopefully uh, he wins. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, this is Core DLG with me as usual. Is Oh, no, 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 Nico, just Joey today. It's the Captain Joey Savage, That's the most right. electrifying man in Condor Radio. Get it right. Oh, my goodness. We're out here at the Cox ATA tournament, and we're about to jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to have Master Sister and uh, Lee. They're gonna be. It's going to be a full interview, then we're going to come back for our final Double Chief your, Masters. That's Double Chief Masters. We're going to come back for our Nerd Thug Sports final segment of the day. Uh, so don't go anywhere when you hear people talk when we come back from the break. But before we get out there, what i got to tell you about is the adventure begins right there on 1488. Go in there and make sure you say hey to everybody. they got cosplay, crafting, and trivia Tuesdays. they got a 10% discount on the pull box still handing out. you got to make sure you get in there and try it. Um, the, your pull box will exist as long as you keep up with it. And that's as the long big as thing. you exist. The 10% is going to matter. With that, we're going to jump out here. You're listening to Nerd Thug Sports. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. Welcome back, Conroe. This is the Captain Joey Savage with Corey DLG. We are at the Lone Star Championship. Uh, we're joined now by Chief Master Sustair, eighth degree black belt. Uh, he also owns uh, schools up in uh, Allen and McKinney. Is that right? Yes, sir. Allen uh, McKinney. The largest schools in Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, a couple of them, yes. Uh, Mr. Cox, the host, is uh, desperately trying to uh, get on that level, but I don't know if he's anywhere near that yet. Oh, he's headed there. <laughs> I, uh, I noticed you sat down, and you don't have one of these medals. Can't <laughs> help but notice that uh, you're not as decorated as me. I've got a medal. Well, he is a, um, what, 30-time world champion? Uh, 10. 10. 10. 30 10. sounds better. <laughs> yeah, I would tell people. I'm a 30-time world champion. 10-time world sure. champion, and you were also on the uh, Tourney Master Council. Yes, we have a uh, tournament uh, council for the uh, organization, and I'm on that, that committee, which basically what we do is we help uh, keep the tournaments organized, rule changes, and just try to make them better and have better customer service for everybody. I used to, You know, that was my old job. I think you probably took my spot. I retired about <laughs> two years ago from that. Does that sound about right? Is that about when you started? <laughs> yeah. I think that's 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 good. That's good. So is they a, kept it going. Yeah, so as an eighth degree now, um, you no longer compete. I no longer compete. Um, as an eighth degree, basically your role is kind of as, as a leadership role. Leadership role. So now you are 
more mentoring and coaching with the uh, team sparring really an emphasis being put on it this year. You you have your own team. You're coaching that team. Uh, how is the team doing so far uh, this tournament season? Well, we have uh, the teams are divided by age. So we have 12 and under and then uh, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and then the 20s. And then what we call the old people, which the is 40 people. and over. <laughs> so they're doing pretty good. Yeah, it's a, it's a great program for the kids to uh, get that team feeling. Uh, since taekwondo is more of an individual sport, this is a chance for them to, to work together as a team and uh, kind of all have the same goals. That's kind of an interesting idea. I was when he last year was telling me that you guys were putting that together. It's about been about two years. Am I am I right about that? Um, two years. In the last couple of years, it's come up, but it's actually been around for about the last four. But the last two years, the rules have changed, and we went from five team members down to three to create more teams and more opportunity. He was he was kind of talking about the concept of it, and I was like, that's a really interesting idea because you don't in fighting like boxing and MMA and all that. You have camps in, in like teams but never really an actual team event like this. This right. is kind of an interesting idea. It is. Um, you know, and basically these kids, most most of our customers are, you know, young people. They want to be part of a tribe, and this is their way to be part of a That's tribe. That's a good way to put that, <laughs> a tribe. You yeah. know, you're, you're right. And, and it's – I didn't realize this is my first large event after I won this medal um, – that the Cox ATA and all the ATAs were very tribal like this because I'm noticing all the different groups and, like, so how many different – a, like ATA schools, am I saying that right? Like ATA, ATA schools? schools are here today. Um, well, in Texas alone, we probably have we have schools and what we call clubs. Clubs are people that like teach in a dance school and then they like fitness. ride motorcycles. There's probably yeah, uh, I've seen I've seen that show. I know there's that about was. there's probably sixty in the state of Texas wow. here today. There's probably at least forty of them here. I mean, that's not even counting your out of town right. competitors who are here, right? Out of state competitors who are here as who well. Who are here like for the points and all that? Yes, yep. yes. And that's yeah. uh, that's what Young Sadie Savage is is points competition, right? She is, yes. Okay. Top two. Top I had to throw two. that plug in there. There you go. S speaking <laughs> of kids, uh, Chief Master, uh, it's a family affair for you guys. As we're recording, I can actually see your world champion daughter over here uh, judging. Uh, what's it like being able to teach your daughter and your son? The, the art of Taekwondo, seeing them compete, seeing them be successful. It's got to be kind of a good feeling, yeah? Um, it really is. She's uh, she's 19, and she's a two-time world champion. He's 16, and he's a five-time. They both started at age three and a half, and this is their job. Um, this is going to be her career, and it's just really kind of a – we do it as a family, and um, it's just a great thing to kind of see them coming to their own now that they're adults, or she is anyway, and uh, just kind of see them kind of carry uh, our legacy forward. So that, that's kind of my focus right now is to help her move forward and to do this for the next 20 or 30 years. That's interesting. That's cool. cool. As we, as we kind of start wrapping stuff up here with you, one thing I really want to hammer home and get your opinion on, um, with, with Taekwondo and this being a world sport, um, you know, we've traveled the, the country and you've traveled the country. You get to meet a lot of uh, people from different walks of life, different states. How awesome is the friendships that, even though we're competing against one another, you get to meet all these people and create friendships across across the country, across the world. Well, that's 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 why it goes kind of go back to that tribe thing. Um, I have a couple of friends here that we actually started together 38 years ago. So I've known her longer than I've known you know people that I went to school with, that's and crazy. we're like brother and sister. So it's it's a good thing. Um, a lot of these kids have come up through the ranks together since they were four and five, and they all know each other. They hang out together. So um, it's, it's just a pretty cool thing to see that. That's, it's not often that you get to see that in some sports. Yeah, because most sports, you know, I'm, we're competitive with my younger one in baseball, but everything's very regional, very local. But with, with Sadie, my daughter, we travel. She's got friends and pen pals all over the country she sends stuff to. And 
I, as, as much as she loves to compete, I think she gets more excited coming and seeing her friends. Oh, yeah. That she yeah. sees, you know, five, six times a year. So I really, I really think ATA has done a great job of promoting the friendship uh, aspect of, of uh, Taekwondo. I know it's one thing that they really hammer um, in the competitions when they get started, you know, meeting new friends. They do. Um, um, we we kind of have a little saying, we're friends until we get in the ring. And then for the next two minutes, we're competitors, and then we're friends when we get out of the ring. So, And, and most of the kids have learned that, and I think that's a great thing. And like I say, they compete against other ATA schools around the world. We have them in Korea. We have them in Canada. We have them in um, uh, Paraguay. All over South they're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. That's very cool. Well, Chief Master, we want to say thank you for uh, hanging out with us. Uh, if you're ever in the DFW area, go, go, what's the name of the school? Uh, our schools are called Karate for Kids, and we're in McKinney, and we're in Allen, and then there, we actually have about 16 other schools. They're not mine, but we all work together around the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In the Dallas-Fort Worth area, go check out Chief Master Sestera in those towns. Uh, thank you again. We'll be back with some more exciting Taekwondo news. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports. We're at the Lone Star Championship. And we have with us the most decorated guest that is here today. It's me. Not you. Oh. It is Chief Master Kathy Lee, the second highest ranking female in all of ATA Taekwondo. Uh, it is more than a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We are excited um, to have you here. Now, uh, Miss Kathy Lee, Chief Master, she runs uh, All-Star Martial Arts uh, in Arkansas. How many schools do you have out there? Well, we have seven schools and growing. Seven and growing. That, uh, that's, never mind. Moving on. That's very, very impressive. She is a multi-time world champion. Um, she is also, you run the ProTech courses. Um, is that accurate? I don't run them. I teach a couple of the courses. Yes, I do. I teach a couple of the weapon programs. And that's like the double Sanjabangs and double something else I can't pronounce. Yes. But I know Sanjabangs because my daughter does those. I can pronounce that one. Well said. Good. I got go. it. I nailed it. And the Sangnats. The Sangnats. Like the commas. Okay, Sangnats. That's a lot easier to say than Sanjabang. Uh, yeah, double Sangnats. The Sanjabangs are the drums they play while you practice with the no, Sanjabangs. No, no, no. Is that not funny. no? No. Is that incorrect? So, I'd you are also um, your husband is Grandmaster G.K. Lee. Is that correct? Yes. Um, how long have you two uh, been married? We have been married. June, uh, June the tenth will be thirty years. That is awesome. Thirty years, Corey. I'm only nineteen behind her. Uh, you're going to catch her. I don't think that's how math works, but you're definitely going to catch her. <laughs> I think I might catch her. Yeah, I think that's how that works. Um, so it's cool. You've kind of. 30 years, you've grown up through the Taekwondo. You've been with him and all his accomplishments. Uh, are you 8th eight, degree, ninth degree? I'm in 8th degree. 8th degree, good. Do uh, they, so do you're they no just basically stop at 8? Is that kind of how that works? No, actually they stop. They don't ever stop. But ninth degree is high as the um, actual rank itself goes. Yes. That's See, right. I, that's interesting to me. I, I, so what is like... So we were talking to, to Mr. Uh, Mr. Cox earlier, and he was kind of laying out. Uh, one of the things that's really impressive about the whole organization is it's very structured. It's like you know what you have to do to move up to yes. the next level. Yes. So, like, what is the requirement to go from, like, 7 to 8? Like, what did you have to do to get to 8? Well, 7th degree to 8th degree, you have to wait a minimum of 7 years. Whoa. 7 years is the minimum. And through that time frame, you have to work hard, train hard, contribute do things that will help you be qualified to go to the next level. So then from eight, what happens to get to nine? Like you have to find a dragon 
and you slay it. You have to go to Kunlun. Kunlun, that's right. That's right. The, the mystical you city of Kunlun. Okay, guys. <laughs> Let me tell you, it ain't none of that. <laughs> However, you do want to make sure that as a leader in the organization that you actually help train others and encourage them and teach them and help them go to the next level in their training. That's pretty special. That is. Part of it. I really, I'm re I've been really impressed today. This is my first uh, large tournament here. We kind of like the camaraderie and just how everybody helps everybody. But also, I mean, everyone's here competing for their own points and their own opportunities. But no, I haven't, I, I haven't seen a lot of, like, kind of ugly looks or anything like that. It seems very friendly, I, 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 for lack of a better word. I like to say it's a family reunion that just keeps happening. You know, ah. We keep seeing each other every time we come to a tournament. We look forward to seeing the person that we've been either competing with or they've been judging you or whatever's been, you know, the last event. And they just look forward to sharing their stories and where they have, um, you know, reached another goal or accomplished something new. And so it's pretty fun. It's really neat. That is really cool. But, like, okay, everyone has, like, a rival and even a friendly rival. Yes, who, is, who is your, like, when you see them, you're like, this is my one. To, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to beat them this time. This is my opportunity. Well, when I did compete, that's I right. Had the eights, the eights don't compete anymore, do they? That's correct. Actually, okay. they don't compete after the eight, uh, the rank of seventh degree. So, no, sixth and seventh degree masters do compete. Okay. Okay. And so, once you get to that point, you do not compete any further, if you don't want to, but you can if you like. So, sixth so and who, seventh degrees. So, yeah. who would you want to compete against? Like, who's the person you're like? I, they're the person I like to to compete against. I'm going to make you give a name here. Well, i got to tell you, there's so many names out there that I would just love to compete with because there's so <laughs> many great competitors out there. I love them all, and I would love to compete with anybody. But you know what? When you can't compete, that's when you really want to compete. There you go. Do you guys have like a, a great political yeah, she got out of that. top, that was a wiggle top answer. pro answer right there? <laughs> hey, I like to make champions now. I just, I'm just i fine with that. Oh, look so that, at was, that. that was getting my next point. We were uh, speaking with uh, Master Sestere earlier, and he no longer competes, and he now he coaches his team. Um, so for you, you've, you've been in Taekwondo for so long. What has been more fulfilling, your accomplishments or now that the students you train and seeing their accomplishments? Oh, by far them. I, I, watching my students achieve their, their dreams, their goals, that's just, it's just amazing. You don't know what that feels like until you've actually helped that happen. And, boy, when you do, it is terrific. How many students do you have here today? We have a nice group here today, and, and because it's such a far away drive from Little Rock. Oh, yeah. and um, Seven hours tops. Did, yes, and we didn't have as many show for this event because it's a little further away. However, um, we do have a nice crowd here, and, you know, these people respect Texas. You don't come here unless you're ready here. Uh, I like to hear that. you got to yeah. bring it. I got yeah. it to, yes, you don't come to Texas unless you're ready. Was there someone to you left back in Little Rock? You're like, you're not Texas ready. A few of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. For sure. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> I'm well, not kidding. I'm serious. I'm real serious about it. Dead this. serious. So, like, you didn't want to come down here and have somebody who kind of just dropped an egg and someone else is like, oh, is that one of yours? And you got to be like, now no. they're not riding home with us. <laughs> they got to Uber <laughs> back to Little Rock. Uber <laughs> back to Little Rock. Exactly. Right. You ain't coming. That's. We're I like it. <laughs> I like that. That's the spirit I'm looking for. Well, Chief Master Kathy Lee, we want to thank you for coming on and spending a few minutes with us and talking about uh, this event and taking your time. And you're right. I've talked to plenty of uh, martial arts teachers in Taekwondo. They, they rave more about their students who have won than the winnings they have. So that's another great aspect uh, of ATA martial arts. We want to thank you once again. As Chief Master Kathy Lee, we're at the ATA Cox Lone Star Championship. Thank you so much. Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session. So let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. 
as the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston with two convenient locations. There's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. Welcome back to the last segment of Nerd Thug Sports out here at the Cox ATA Lone Star Championship Series. Uh, we're going to talk to Mr. Cox's um, his mentor, his instructor, Master Henderson. We've got some great stuff lined up with him. It's going to be fun. And then we're going to find out from Mr. Swan, did he win? Did he not win? Ooh, I don't know. A mystery. We have an exit interview Corey DLG conducted. We're going to find that out. But before we do that, let's just talk about the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA. As the leader of ATA and martial arts in North Houston with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia, they've got uh, programs, if you're 3 to 93, self-defense classes, tiny tiger classes, tai chi, all kinds of stuff. Get physically fit because at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave a legacy. Back to Nerd Thug Sports. I'm the Captain Joey Savage with Corey DLG. We are joined now with us by Master Henderson, seventh degree black belt in ATA, second degree black belt in jujitsu. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. The owner of Henderson ATA out in uh, Tascacita. So if you're on the east side of Montgomery County, that's a great place to go train and learn uh, ATA martial arts, taekwondo, and uh, you do jujitsu there too, right? We do, yes, sir. God, that's, I need to go there, Corey. That's <laughs> the problem. See, Mr. Co- <laughs> this is uh, also Mr. Cox's mentor, his instructor. Um, he has said it many times. Without you, Mr. Henderson, he would never be where he's at. Yeah, you uh, got a special introduction this you morning. You did. I did. He gives me a little more credit than I deserve, but I appreciate it. That's you, so. It's it's probably because of how scary you look. Like we're sitting here right now, people. I know this is radio, so I'm just going to describe you. Uh-oh. You're like a, a a slimmer, probably more deadly Jason Statham. Is that <laughs> that's about inaccurate? Accurate? I, I get a lot of Jason Statham. Yes. Okay. Like I you, like the slimmer, more deadly part. Though. Well, listen, that's good. I like that a lot. He's a chubby British guy. I'm not scared of him. He's an actor. Like, I don't know. If I met him, I might be afraid of him. My one rule is like I watch every Vin Diesel movie because if I ever bump into him and he's like, "Did you see my movie?" and I have to say no, like I can't live like that. Like that's true. I'm not that's afraid scary. of Jason Statham in the same way. Though, so <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. Your intro was kind of on the same level as Miss Cox. I mean, you're you're right yeah. up there with. Uh, oh, I, I know. I was honored. Respects. But he keeps bugging me to come back to class. But if he's not doing jujitsu, I might just have to go all the way out to the humble Atascacita area. Now, now correct me if I'm wrong. Jujitsu is the one where you do the Kamehameha. Is that? I'm no. Yeah, no, not so much. Okay. What about (laughs) what about when you turn into the Super Saiyan? Is that jujitsu? We do we do some shape shifting. Okay. See, Um, this is what I'm looking for. (laughs) I'm trying to pick up some superpowers. You're killing me. We do a lot of pop culture, so I just want to be a superhero. That's right. Is it a Brazilian jiu-jitsu? Yes, sir. Okay, very yes. cool. So, so I'm like JJ. It's, ba- it's mostly grappling, correct? It is grappling, yes. It's, it's pretty much all grappling. Some stand-up and takedowns and things, but uh, so like I'm, I'm actually under, we're an affiliation under uh, Master Carlos Machado. Okay. Uh, who is cousins of the Gracies, and everybody's heard of Gracie jiu-jitsu. So yes. yes, yes, they did win the first uh, UFC. UFC one. That's so more when I started doing jiu-jitsu. Is it really like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you saw He's that, and you were like, I got to learn that. That's I'm cool. In. Uh, more importantly, outside of your martial arts, uh, very avid uh, motorcycle bike rider. Uh, yes. You like to shoot guns. 
Yes. Um, do you like long walks on the beach as well for anybody listening? As long as my wife is with me, I do. Excellent. Listen, That's a great safe answer. answer. Great the, man, answer. the man knows self-defense as well as aggressive techniques. <laughs> That's right. That was smart. That was smart. So I hear before Taekwondo, you were kind of like a skater? Were you, were you into that kind of stuff when you were younger? Wow, you got you got the I do my scoop. I, yeah. I do I do my research. I was that's I uh, what I did before I when I started doing taekwondo. That's what I was doing was a lot of skateboarding and um, kind of made the switch when I moved down here. I was living in Northwest Arkansas, and that's where I was going to school and made the switch down here and kind of decided I was going to focus on taekwondo full time. And did you have like a cool mohawk? It's worked out. I had no mohawks. You but didn't I, have a mohawk, but I. Do you have a mullet? Well, hold on a second. Was it a good mullet? <laughs> it wasn't a mullet, but now that I think about it, it could have been some really funky mohawk because the sides were shaved and the back was crazy long. So. That's, that's called a mullet, sir. <laughs> well, no, no the you top was long, too. It was all long. Okay. That was right, a mohawk. So sides. that was like, was, a, it was like a party mullet. <laughs> I don't know. I, it was I like a, know. Mullet, a mullet hawk. A, a mullet hawk? I, I don't think know. I think Whatever sounds a, cooler and uh, would make people think it looked cool, then let's call it that. A parlet? It's a parlet. It's a parlet. Parlet. So one of the things uh, we've been talking about with Southern Party on the top, the yeah, back, that's party front, on the top, on the back. It was, it was just good. party all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had uh, Chief Master Sestere on earlier, and I was yes. talking with him. And he said uh, he could take you in a fight. He did not. He was very <laughs> he afraid was, of you. He was pretty adamant. He was like three minutes. Tops. He was very scared. Uh, I put 20 him, bucks on you, though. So Okay. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank it, you. You're multiple, multiple world champion, uh, but then again, you also have two daughters who are world champions, very successful. What's more satisfying, your accomplishments or you teaching and seeing them uh, come up in their accomplishments? Uh, at this stage, definitely watching them um, and their accomplishments and my students as well. I uh, really try to focus on giving them the opportunities to achieve all their goals because when I was competing coming up at the lower levels, um, I mean, that was huge. That was my focus and, and the reward of that. And so now I just want to give everybody else, my students and especially my kids, uh, that opportunity. So I, I love watching that and cheering them on. I'm their biggest fan. That's awesome. Yeah, and they're um, they're both you know fairly successful uh, at their young age as well. So maybe they'll catch you with world titles one day. How many? How no. Many do you well, have? It, it's funny. My my older daughter just won uh, this last year. She's she's won five titles, and she won weapons. No, sorry, six. I don't know. So six titles, I think. But <laughs> He's losing count, so she doesn't catch him. I am. So Understandable. No, that's a good. That's a good way to do it. But she won her weapon form with the long staff three years in a row, and and she wins, and she walks up to me and goes, "Hey, Dad, how many times have you won world champ with this weapon?" I'm like, "You little punk." She's totally. <laughs> she's totally goal setting to beat me in in uh, titles. So I was like. A hundred. A hundred. Come get it. Yeah. Now, she's a... Uh, I'm going to start competing again just to run <laughs> my numbers up. Your, your oldest is very skilled in the art of sparring. Very. She is. What is... Uh, do you guys like get in the ring sometimes and just you two just go at it like full blast or... Not really now. Uh, she's up in Dallas going to school. Okay. Um, but we definitely train a lot when she's, you know, at the school and things like that. But she... Uh, I mean, she's turned into a phenomenal fighter in her own right because kind of my best skill i guess was being able to analyze a fight and know what to do in certain situations he's batman i'm batman yeah i like, I like it i'm a like jason it. statham batman <laughs> listen listen with you a, can stay all day i feel like you're not gonna leave now that i've said all this you're gonna be like can i bruce guys, wayne is in the building the third mic? I, I mean i don't see batman here that's right i know i no one's that's ever seen point. me and batman at the same time i'm just saying that's Makes a good sense. point but uh but yeah so she she uh my older daughter christine can see what's happening and change her style to fit her opponent and she's had a lot of success so how much of that is is that a teachable thing or do you feel like that's a lot of instinct 
honestly, it's a lot of instinct. You can teach it, um, and it just sometimes it's hard for people to get it. I mean, you can say, hey, in this situation, you need to do this, this situation, do this, but it's really up to them to understand in the course of the fight those situations. Uh, I remember watching an MMA match, and I know it's not the same thing. Uh, it was uh, Fedor. It was one of the first American matches that he had, the Russian dude. Right. And he doesn't look like much. He's not a physically intimidating. Like, he's not in the best shape. Right. Uh, but he just knows everything. Sure. And he was fighting a guy a lot bigger than him. And in the first round, the guy tagged him a couple times. And then the second round, about 30 seconds in, he comes underneath him, and he winds up in a submission, and he taps the guy out. And in the interview, the guy's like, um, you know, he got you a couple times in the first round. What would happen? And he basically said, well, I, uh, I wanted to see what he could do, so I let him hit me a few times so I could find his hole. <laughs> is that is that kind of the same con? Like, is that? Maybe. That sounds crazy out loud, well, right? Maybe, but it does. I, I wouldn't let anybody hit me to figure it out. But I'll see what, you know, if I'm doing something and it's not working. Or I really, I watch the fights a lot. And I'll watch somebody fight and say, oh, they do this a lot, so I'm going to do this. And so I kind of have a plan going in. Is that, it, is that how you beat the Green Power Ranger? <laughs> I'm not going there. You don't want to? Come on. And pass. Come on, we got about 15 <laughs> seconds left. You, yes or no, could you beat the Green Power Ranger? Yes or no? I don't know the Green Power Ranger. Are Power Rangers real? I don't know. I, I don't think <laughs> he so. Thinks so. Yeah. He, he definitely thinks he so. He definitely thinks so. My younger brothers watched Power Rangers. I was, that was always a, I think is that I was a yes? too old for that. Come on, head so. nod. It's radio. They won't know. <laughs> head <laughs> nod. Is that a yes? I'm not going there. Come on, you're going <laughs> to okay. get in trouble. <laughs> All right, I guess with that, we're going to thank you for your time. Appreciate, appreciate you coming it. on the day. Yes, sir. I'm going to let you slide because, I, I listen, I bet against you for uh, Mr. – what was his name again? Chief Master Sister. You but, bet against me on Sister? No, Sisteria. no, I bet for you on Sister. Oh, okay, but okay, but okay. on the Green Power Ranger, I don't – I mean, I don't know, man. It's going to be a tough one. I don't know. Maybe I'll bet on the Power Ranger and I'll throw the fight. And then, there we go. You, and then I'll buy you dinner. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm in now. <laughs> Free dinner. You won. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back. I'm going to wrap up this episode of Nerd Thug Sports. Welcome back. We are back here with Splun for the follow-up report. All right, you were confident going in. I was. You come back exhausted. I am. Yeah, the tournament, <laughs> the judging ahead of time and, uh, and you know, tournament uh, management stuff, uh, I just was exhausted going into it. I had to chug, like, an entire bottle of Spark just to try and get Just to get going. it going, get yeah. the engine firing again. Oh, now, yeah. you you are in charge of the Conroe location of That's Cox right. ATA? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so you were helping out today, doing a good job judging and all of those things and working with a bunch of people. And then you went and still competed. Yeah. Okay. So how did it turn out for you? Okay. So I got second in forms, third in weapons, and third in sparring. So You got third in sparring? Yes. Now, what about your, your rival? I don't remember what you, uh, who you said it was. Kevin Boudreau. Yeah. So we ended up, uh, usually he and I always spar for first and second for combat. Uh, we ended up going in the semifinals before uh, the first place match. And I was just asleep. <laughs> I was asleep. He he just destroyed me this this time around. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. So he got the better of you. He got the better of me this time. Uh, I'm still ahead of him in the standings and and worlds though, so I'm 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 okay. Okay. So you could take that. That was like a like a minor loss, but you're still yeah. winning. Yes. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, overall, how would you rate your tournament performance today? Oh. Uh, <laughs> in relation to uh, my other competitions. I would say below average. Usually, uh, usually my forums are a little bit crisper. Uh, I'm more awake because uh, if I'm going to another tournament and whatnot, uh, like at nationals or worlds, I'm usually only judging one ring at most, and it's not even usually the same day. So, so like you kind of wore yourself out to help this, out. Yeah, and then... this, that's something that like everybody here experiences. Uh, so like because our region uh, mm -hmm. has like the best judges 
out of the entire world in ATA. Uh, they're all used to, they're all troopers. They judge all day <laughs> just to go compete or vice versa. They compete and then judge all day and then uh, they're troopers. They hang in it. They hang in there. So. That's, uh, that's real impressive though, but it kind of goes back to the community thing we've really been noticing today where everybody kind of just pitches in and helps out and it's, it's, Everyone's rooting for everybody kind of in a weird way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there are people cheering on their rivals and cheering on their, uh, their, com- their you know, other competitors uh, and people cheering on each other from opposite schools. So it's just it's in the – Oh, did she bring my day. medals? Are those my medals there? <laughs> uh, oh, so, so these are yours, huh? Yes. So, so which, one's, which, which one's third? These two. Those right are the third places? Yes, sir. Let me see one. Let me see one. Yeah, see. If you don't mind, if you don't mind. But okay, yeah, so then what, uh, what is, uh, what's first place look like? It's it's all the same stuff. It's just dependent upon uh, the ribbon that, oh, that's attached to it. So the lanyard is yeah. Okay. So it goes uh, red, white, and blue. So ah. blue, blue first, red second, white third, uh, and that's how yeah that's how they organize it. So there are there are few actually there are few tournaments that do separate medals for each placement. The only one I can think of off the top of my head is Worlds. Okay. They do different colored medals for each each place. That makes sense. Thank you for dropping knowledge bombs on us, and uh, yeah, congratulations absolutely. today. Thanks for having uh, me. When, when's your next competition? Next competition is going to be district championships. It's going to be in Mesquite uh, at the end of May. The end of May. Expectations? Expectations? You know, I'm just using districts as a, as a prep for Worlds. So I'm number one in the world in forms right now, so I'm just really trying to hammer down uh, forms and make sure I'm ready for that. So uh, you... you would want to do very well in forms at district. At districts, oh, well, uh, yes. I always, I always want to try and get first. Uh, but my, my outlook on districts for me right now is just a practice for worlds. So. Okay. All right. That's fair. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Splon, and you have yourself an excellent day. And congratulations yeah, on absolutely. Your, thank you guys on for your victories. Me. You guys are awesome. Oh, thank you. Well, that's gonna do it for Nerd Thug Sports. What an exciting day. I know. I'm exhausted. I'm going to go take a nap. You saw enough people doing physical work that it's made you exhausted. Yeah, they were all sweaty and stuff. Osmosis. Uh, Splon was, like, super sweaty by the end of it. He was tired. he's a sweaty guy. He was very tired. That's going to wrap it up. The podcast for this Nerd Thug Sports will drop at 6.01 p.m. today. Uh, Don't forget to check it out. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Same Nerd Thug time. Same Nerd Thug channel. Make sure you go to the Patreon page. Patreon.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Join the T-shirt of the month club. (laughs) 